Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, depending upon where you're at at this moment. I'm Greg, and welcome to the Daily Bible Wrap-Up. I know some of you are more local, and some of you are across the globe. I was talking with someone last week from Switzerland. Today we are in, our readings are Psalm 88, 1 through 9, Romans 6, 15 through Romans 7, 6, and Hosea 3 through 5. You're wondering maybe what I'm looking at. Never really did show you this with you, but this is the app that I use. So this is the Bible app, and you can see, you can kind of see my reflection in there too. But that's our reading for the today, and it being July 21st. Now the bottom dot says I hadn't finished it. I actually have finished it. I just didn't click the dot. So there we go. I click the dot, and then I get the, yay, you're done with this, and nice little check mark up on top. So. Having said that, let's go ahead and get started with Psalm 88, 1 through 9. And when I was reading this, I was thinking how lonely it seems like that the speaker is here, or the writer of the psalm. It was sad, in a way. Verse 5, quote, I am forgotten, cut off from your care. You have thrown me into the lowest pit, into the darkest depths. And then the end of verse 9, each day I beg for your help, O Lord. I lift my hands to you for mercy. You know, often it really does take a total fall, losing everything you have, stripping of everything, just completely, complete and utter, down to the bottom, to get to the vulnerable spot of calling on the Lord. And, you know, that's sometimes the only way that some people realize that they need to turn to God, that they can't solve their problems them, their issues themselves, nor nor are they really meant to. And, and just because we're going down that spiral, it's not as if God isn't with us. I do firmly believe that God is there for us, but but wants us to experience that so that we reach out to him. I've been through that before. And I I'm I'm speaking from personal experience here. It can be agonizing but also be the great gateway to freedom. New Testament, we're in Romans 6, verse 15, as I mentioned before. Again, Paul says we cannot go on sinning, that we have become the slave of whatever we choose to obey. Once in Christ, we are slaves now to righteous living. We really want to live in a more righteous way, in a right, towards that. It, it's it's not like we feel that, oh, I got to do this. It's, it's the right thing to do. It's like you really are changed. You want to do that. We are the slave of whatever we really come to obey, as I said before. Paul states he's using the illustration, though, of the slavery to help understand because, quote, of the weakness of your human nature, end quote. And I thought that was an interesting choice of words because, the concept of slavery must have been well known at that time. I mean, after all, that was the impetus for the Exodus, right? Let my people go. Leave Egypt, leave slavery. Quote, now you must give yourselves to be slaves to righteous living so that you will become holy. So here's another kind of connectoid here. So we make the choice to live through Christ, for Christ, we died with Christ. And now we need to give ourselves to be slaves of righteous living because that will be the path for us to become holy. And why do we want to become holy? Because we have 
given ourselves to live for Christ. We died with him on the cross. And any break in that pattern, which is very easy to do, if you're not, what, walking by the Spirit, you're tempted. We're human. We're here in time, in this materialistic world. Things happen. We're carnal by nature. It's a very difficult thing. God came as a man, so God has experienced that firsthand as well, too. It is very difficult. Breaks in that pattern, as I said, will lead us away from God. I have felt that. I know that when I'm, you know, it's almost a little bit difficult to admit, but you, you think like, you know, I've been doing pretty good for a few weeks now or a few days or whatever. It's just like, ah, you know, if I take a little bit of a time off for myself, what I'm really specifically referring to is, is uh, alcohol consumption. It's like, well, you know, I haven't had a drink in a week and a half. It's like, ah, one or two might not be all that bad. It's like, for me, I have learned that alcohol, as ironic as it is, it's like I used to think that that it was more of a way to get closer to God and that, oh, you know, I relax myself. It's like, and all of that. Um, but that's not the case here. And I think I talk about this a little bit more. Yeah, I'll, I'll finish up on that thought when we're, when we're in Hosea because uh, they do actually match up. And then one of the more famous quotes here are, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Continue in Romans 7, Paul then addresses those familiar with the law, his Jewish brothers and sisters, reminding them that the law, this is important, only applies to those who are living. Now, we have died to the power of the law because, and they have too, because we died in Christ. We died with Christ. Quote, now we can serve God, not in the old way of the law, but in the new way of living in the spirit. Old Testament, we're in Hosea 3. He, Hosea is commanded to return to his wife, quote, even though she commits adultery with another lover, end quote. Anyone who has ever been in that situation can acutely feel just how difficult a command that must have been for Hosea. And that's the point. This illustrates, as the text says, that the Lord still loves Israel, even though the people have turned to other gods and love to worship those other gods. Now, Hosea had to purchase her back as she had sold herself into prostitution. There's a little bit of an analogy there of Jesus paying for our sins. She was not to have sexual relations with anyone, including him. That showed that Israel would go a long time without, quote, a king or a prince or without sacrifices, sacred pillars, priests, or even idols. After the people will return to God, quote, in the last days, they will tremble in awe of the Lord and all of his goodness. Now, Hosea 4 is the Lord's case against Israel based on Israel's faithlessness. Quote, don't point your finger at someone else and try to pass the blame. You know, the very famous, I probably mentioned it here before, it's one of my favorite little film clips is uh, uh, Rocky Balboa, the fictional character played by Sylvester Stallone. He is talking to his son. This is in the movie Rocky Balboa, which is the sixth one in the franchise. And 
his son is like saying, why are you doing this? The only reason I got to where I'm at is because of your name. And I don't want you to go out and fight because you're going to embarrass yourself. And basically the kid is making up all sorts of excuses as to why he's not guilty. And Rocky in his father mentor speech is basically saying, don't be pointing your fingers at this person and that person, this and that for where you're not at. It's like cowards do that. And that's not you. You're better than that. I think I quoted it right. But it's true. We are to take responsibility. We're not to pass the blame. We're supposed to take responsibility for our own actions. And, and not, not just individually, but collectively. Or not just collectively, but individually. I mean, don't, don't be putting the blame on others. Quote, since, and this is a part of verse 6, since you have forgotten the laws of your God, I will forget to bless your children. And I also love this line, which is the end of verse 11. And this ties back to what I was saying beforehand, that I, I knew that there was something here. That's what made me think about the alcohol thing in the, uh, when I was talking in Romans. So, quote, uh, wine has robbed my people of their understanding. So I used to think that alcohol, by calming me, brought me closer to God, whereas in reality, it pushed me further away. And why, why is that? I said that before, but why is that? Well, I should be including God directly for calming, for helping with dealing with problems and stresses and issues. And then I wasn't doing that. I wasn't trusting God. I learned. The rest of the chapter continues the, com the comparison of Israel's actions to prostitution. Hosea 5 then goes on to say that judgment has been handed down against you for you have led the people into a snare by worshiping the idols at Mizpah and Tabor. Now he's talking here, the Lord is talking about the priests, and it's an important lesson here too. A lot of lessons in today's reading, unlike the last couple of days, which seemed like that they were just kind of bridging from one area to another. Now it's just like I have all sorts of things to say about these sections. Hope I'm not boring you too much. Um, but the leaders have, any leaders have a greater responsibility because of their influence on those who lead. And finally, it's also noted that this isn't all about Israel and Ephraim, but Judah is also going to fail, so or fall rather. Fall because they failed. I guess you could say. That's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll pick this up again tomorrow. And as I really think is one of my more favorite sayings that I keep on coming back to at the end of these podcasts, my wish and prayer for you today is that you walk by the Spirit today. Take care.